Oh yeah, we are back, baby. Let it get it. The Educated Ignorance Podcast. Once again, here on your dials, this is a cold Thursday morning. We're set to ride. What a show we got here set for uh, today. We're recording this Wednesday night. Um, Can't wait. Should be a fun one. Here on the FFSQC Podcast Network. Um, so many different things we got going on here on the show, uh, uh, so many different shows we got going on. We're rolling at a high clip. Uh, so happy to be here with this group, um, and so many different platforms. If you haven't already check out the show, we know Podbean is the main, the, was the old home. So many different places. Now we, you can check us out on, uh, starting with Spotify, Apple podcasts, Amazon music, among others. Those are just some of the big ones. Follow the podcast, leave a like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Tell everybody about it. Today, my guy, Big Money Larry. Larry coming on the show. And uh, this should be a fun one. We're going to talk about probably the greatest weekend of sports ever with the four football games that we had during divisional weekend. We're going to talk going into conference championship weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, what I think is the end of the Green Bay Packers, that crazy Bills-Chiefs game, and then, of course, um, we'll talk some NBA stuff, uh, a couple topics that I want to throw at him and see, and we'll also probably talk some sports gambling as well. He's a big, uh, you know, we, we, we throw a lot of stuff back and forth at each other when it comes to betting, so... Um, I'm probably going to throw stuff, we'll throw stuff here and, uh, we'll see what we can, uh, land on. So stick, sit back and relax, folks. This is going to be a good one with Larry here on the pod. Uh, let's get it folks. This should be a good one and a doozy. Sit back. All right. I got my guy, Larry here. This is a long time coming. I don't know if you're like the OG fan, cause I got some other people with me, but you know, we've been, we've been wanting to do this for a bit, but here we are, man. How you been? Man, I'm great. I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. What a weekend we just had uh, in the world of sports and football. I mean, both those days, Saturday and Sunday, it just kept getting better and better. I want to start with the game we saw Sunday night. Is that the best NFL game you think you've ever seen? The Chiefs-Bills game? (laughs) That shit is crazy. Fucking 13 seconds, all he needed. I, I mean, you, you. I was on the um. You know me. I'm a, a gambler. I was on the over from the jump, which was fifty two and a half. I just knew it was going to be a shootout. Yeah, that's. At the, uh, I told the people in the intro I recorded here just a few minutes ago that uh, we were going to talk some gambling, so we can throw hints at it throughout the entire show. Like, I remember you mentioning, uh, or we we talk. I, we didn't really talk too much about like what you were on and stuff, but. I was on the Chiefs throughout the week just because I was kind of riding it like from a betting perspective. Like so many, it's like when the gen, when the entire general public is falls in love with one team. It was like, man, that's tough. I didn't want to go. I, oh, yeah. Every everyone fell in love with the Bills. I was like, man, I think the Chiefs will get it. But I was rooting so hard for Josh Allen, bro. I was heartbroken. I mean, the way yeah. that game ended has got to be 
I mean, if if I was a Bills fan, I'd be sick. And I was sick anyway. I can't even go back and watch yes. it. 13 seconds, I would be fucking throwing up. That is just horrible. <laughs> it's a bit horrible. What were your thoughts overall? You think of the entire game, uh, back and forth. I mean, Allen, it's the Allen Mahomes game, right? Those two guys were yeah. legendary and what yeah, they were able to definitely. do. Definitely the Josh Allen arrival party. At least that's what I thought. Because now I feel like we can, you can't you, – you, you, if you watch Sunday night, you can no longer doubt him in the moment, right? Because now we know no, he can deliver. definitely not. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's just that same thing I've been telling you all year. You can't go against Mahomes, man. Yeah. I, I zagged once they finally started playing. But, look, I criticized them at the beginning of the year heavily. They played <laughs> – they were playing terrible. I wasn't going to sit – yeah, I, I couldn't come on and be true to myself. I was just going to be like, yeah, they'll be okay because they weren't showing it. They got ragdolled in the Super Bowl. They didn't deserve the benefit of the doubt because for the first month, two months, they played they played like trash. And now Mahomes is hot. And does it feel like they're Super Bowl to lose? Uh, I think they're taking it, honestly. I don't think they're losing. I know that's what I think too, and we'll talk like kind of them against the Bengals later. But it does feel like they're the favorites. When right. you what I mean, that game though as a whole, the the way that both teams kept countering and and <laughs> and going back and forth, man. What were your? Did you ever think for a second like? I it felt like the Bills lost, like they gave up some opportunities in the middle of the game. I think if you don't if you don't remember they had like two or three or they had two drives that were at or they started at they were they ended up or started at around like midfield but couldn't cash in on them when they couldn't right. score in the second quarter. It felt like that was some stuff that cost them not as much as the end, but there's a lot of stuff that they can look back on that they probably regret, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think their pass defense showed up as well as we they should have or usually have been all season. They just didn't look the same, their past defense. No, and they got guys, too. You think they – I mean, obviously, no Trey White. He's been out since Thanksgiving when he blew his right, knee out. Right, right. But Hyde right. and Poyer are good at safety, and their corners are okay. Wallace is good. But, man, they – I mean, I, they have the number one ranked defense, but a lot of that right. was from blowout. I mean – their wins, I think from the stats was like they won 11 games in the regular season and they won like 10 of them by just blowing teams out. Like their wins, they all their wins they covered because they would beat teams by like 15 points. <laughs> exactly. All season long. So looking at the Chiefs, they're obviously rolling um, and they're playing at an extremely high level. Is there anything that has impressed you more than uh, – I mean – for me, it's obviously just how Mahomes can just be co- so consistent and how good he is in the playoffs. Exactly. I mean, this is this is three years now of him being at the in this time of year being legendary. What about you? Really, what just impressed me is this: the really throughout the whole season, the turnaround. Like you said, they came out looking like shit, and I was a firm believer just because it's the Chiefs. Oh, they're still gonna make it. But it came to a point where I even texted you, and I was like, yeah, you're right. They're not going to do shit. So, yeah, really that's what I'm impressed about, how they turned things around the way they did. Yeah, and defensively, 
you know, a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I, it's better. Scary. It's it's better now than it was. I don't think it's as good as people want to say it is because even during that stretch, a lot of the stuff that they were doing was against teams with hurt offense. Like they played the Packers without Rodgers. They played the Cowboys when uh, Zeke got hurt in the first quarter. The Cowboys were missing two linemen, and CD and Amari both had COVID or were hurt. So like right. stuff like that. Um, the rate the the Raiders played their two worst games of the season against the Chiefs. The Chargers blew the Chargers scored a bunch on them. Uh the Bengals scored a bunch on them. So like their defense could still be had because of how they play, but there are stuff that's exactly. better, but it's all about the fact that you can't outscore them, really. That's the thing. Right, like, really that's what it is. They're just outscoring everybody. And that's what I'm looking at. Within a past month, they are giving up twenty plus points and yeah, that yeah, outside, really, they were just out shooting everybody outside of the Steelers game, but the Steelers offense is anemic. So like, you right. had the that's that was they could have they even allowed them twenty one points too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, like said, <laughs> yep. they just outshot them. Yeah, there was some uh, back. I'm sure there was some backdoor coverage there that people were worrying about um, <laughs> in the, when they played other games. Uh, Sunday, the Rams Bucks game. Actually, no. Hold on. Let me let me end with this with the Bills. Let me close the book on the Bills season. <laughs> this is this is by. I mean, again, Bills fans on suicide watch as they should be. I think if you just take the entire perspective, you know now. Like, all right, we have the guy, which a lot of them already knew because Allen is that dude. But like, because he was an MVP 100%. finalist a year ago. But for this team to know that he can go into the postseason and play this way when it matters and deliver time and time again, there's a lot of good stuff. I think, though, what they need to do, the biggest thing is they have to get – you don't need a top five running back, but you need somebody that can actually be usable on first and second down because what you have is a scat back in Singletary. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right now they got Allen – damn near leading their rushing. So, yeah, they're definitely going to have to figure that part out. But, yeah, when you look at the running game for the Bills, it's the thing that I worry about the most. You don't need a top – like I said, you don't need a top tier back. Singletary is a guy that (laughs) I watch him play, and I'm like, dude, like the entire Chiefs game, I'm like, dude, this guy can't hit the right hole. Like I'm screaming (laughs) at my television. Like they're running outside. They're like running a zone concept, and he's like trying to turn the corner like he's still in high school and you're faster than everybody. It's like, come on, man. Got to read exactly. the blo- got to read the line, but like they just need a dude like, like just throwing a name out there who's not, he was a free agent next year, and I I don't think the Bears will let him go. But like if they had like David Montgomery, yeah, exactly, just exactly, like, somebody get that first down and stuff. Exactly, because every like couple tackles, everything is on Allen, and that's the thing that I don't. Their defense will be fine. They got enough guys. That, I think they need one more. Like I, I think they need an elite level pass rusher. Like their D line is good. They need to either go out and get like an elite sack artist. Like call the Bears and offer first round picks for Khalil Mack. That's what I would do. Honestly, <laughs> At this point. and I, I can't. I know I re- roped the Bears in twice to stuff, but I'm just like throwing stuff out there. I can't think of another like DN fr- free agent or something that's on the market. So I'm just thinking out loud, like, stuff like that. Unless Epinesa or Rousseau end up actually 
developing into an elite-level pass rusher. I'm just saying I feel like that's kind of what they need to take the next step because you get into these shootout games and you're not able to rush the passer. That's where you have <laughs> you have what happened in, on Sunday where that's and you can't run the ball. Like yep, you can't sustain the run on drives where you know stuff like that. That's where you have lulls, and the lulls that they had on Sunday are what cost them, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. All right, let's move on to Sunday, the other game Sunday, Rams Bucks. Uh, that game was the <laughs> NFL version of an acid trip because I think you could write a an entire uh, soliloquy on the last like eight minutes of that game alone for how stupid it was. Um, let me ask you this question first. Do you think Sunday was the last game of Tom Brady's career? That's too hard to tell, honestly. I can't say. You never know with him. As a competitor, no. But, you know, as how his career went, I would say yeah. But as a competitor, I don't think so. Don't He doesn't seem, though, to me like the ride off into the sunset type of guy. Or, or excuse me, the uh, the retirement tour type of guy. You know what I'm saying? You know how guys right. come out and they're like, yeah, this will be my last uh, <laughs> year. Exactly. And then you have like Dwayne Wade where every road game it's like, this is his last trip to Milwaukee or his last trip to Charlotte. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Can we stop having Dwayne Wade appreciation nights 82 times a year? <laughs> like, like I just don't see like Brady being that, you know? So that's why I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked, but yeah, but then again, it's like know. maybe he don't even know yet. No, probably, you, I don't think so. Wouldn't it be something though? Wouldn't it? Like, where right. on earth do the Bucks go if that happens? But obviously, that's a different story for a different day. But well, that was an interesting. And what were your thoughts overall on uh, on that matchup? Um, I absolutely hate it. I <laughs> I had Buccaneers points. Really? I did get excited. Yeah, I definitely did. Never bet against Brady, of course. That's my only argument. Yeah. If you would have hit me up before, then I would have talked you out of that. <laughs> there was no talk me out of that. But there was a point, I think it was like second quarter, I I was pretty positive that some Brady shit was going to happen. So I wasn't too worried about it. But it came close, but it didn't happen. Yeah, man, that was uh, – so you're saying you were probably thinking at one point betting like the Bucks plus 10.5 line or something when they were getting blown out by 21 or something like that? I guess that would have still worked, but Bucks live money line at like plus 550 or something like that? I think it was like 14.5 at the moment or something like that. It was so crazy. Oh, my God. The, yeah, they yeah, – I, I would have told you the whole time to, to – pick the Rams that was the one I was more uh, that one and believe it or not the Niners I guess actually I should be honest the Titans I was pretty high on the Titans they let me down that was my big miss like I technically went three for one on the weekend just betting like how I or like not betting but like you know predicting how I do predicting yeah right um but like yeah the the Titans, the Titans one, yeah, that one was bad. I was that was the one I was the highest <laughs> on because even like the Niners, I was like, I really like the Niners. Like if they win, it won't be surprising. I really like the Niners. 
I'm going to say they're going to win just because I'm riding with them. But I also think Green Bay is the best team in the league. So that one I was really kind of 50-50 on. The Chiefs, it was more – it was just uh, everyone's riding on the Bills, so I'm going to zag while everyone's zigging. Yeah. The Titans, I was super high on the Titans. I was like, dude, they're getting everyone healthy back. I, they're. I thought they were going to blow the doors off the Bengals. I think that was the one I didn't touch. I was pretty iffy about that. I I don't like betting against Joe Burrow right now. I don't know what it is, but really he's playing fuck yeah, he's playing pretty good. I don't like betting against him at this moment. So you're saying if I tell you to take the Chiefs minus anything that is under seven, you're gonna tell me that I'm stupid? Because that's what I, I would do. Say that. <laughs> I personally don't like betting this deep in the playoffs. I don't like betting in the playoffs at all, but this deep no, hell no! I'm not touching shit. <laughs> we talk. We what are you talking about, man? We bet we were throwing got, stuff around for the NBA playoffs the entire postseason. I got <laughs> to see what that over is, though. I might, I might look into that over. I'm thinking another shootout. I thought it. I thought I initially saw something in the high 40s or the high, mid 40s. High 40s, mid 40s, I think. Yeah, I could definitely see this one going over then. Yeah. I just I know I thought they were I thought the Titans were gonna blow them out, but I just really think the Bengals are gonna get I think the Bengals are gonna get smoked this week. Tannehill played horrible. That was, yeah, he was terrible. He was he was terrible, bro. That was my Yeah, that was I I know he's not great, but like that was the thing I was least expecting was him, was him losing them the game that like that. I thought yeah, it would that, you know I didn't expect that at all. No, he was awful. Skip like like two hopping slant passes in the first half. <laughs> like, good lord, he was horrific. Uh, but back to the Rams, Bucks. Yeah, no, that was the one that I was like really high on because like the Bucks were so hurt, and the Rams have their their front seven or their front four has been dominant, and the Bucks O line was beat up, and you didn't exactly know what you were going to get from their running game. I was like, why is everyone on the Bucks? They played. I know different times but like they played at the beginning of the season and the bucks were like had no that like it, it wasn't even close you know bro it's just that it's just that tom brady in the playoffs thing it had to be it had to be everyone was like riding i wasn't calling people dumb or whatever like like last year in the super bowl when everyone thought the chiefs were going to rag all the bucks and i was like no the chiefs literally are playing a second string o line and the bucks have the best front four in the nfl like right the bucks are going to if not win, it's going to be close, and everyone thought the Chiefs were going to beat them. So that was when I was calling people stupid. But, like, I wasn't calling people stupid for picking the Bucks this time. It was just like I just felt like you were off a little. It was like, <laughs> why why are we riding them so hard? That one was weird. Um, yeah, so the Rams are so – it's so interesting with them, dude, because, like, I really want to – I really think they're good – and I will not be like if they win the Super Bowl, I will not be shocked. I guess the only team I will be shocked if wins the Super Bowl is the Bengals. And I'm not hating. I sound like I'm a Bengals hater, don't I? But I'm not. I love Joe Burrow. <laughs> I love Jamar Chase. I love what they're doing. It's just, it's it's like a year too early. It's like they're the. Right. It's it, like it seems like that. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. They're the they're the kid that sh that that shouldn't be here. You know, they're like the 19-year-old that snuck into the bar, basically, you know. And everyone's buying them shots. I don't condone <laughs> this in any way. I'm just saying, that's what it is right now. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. 
but for the I like for the Rams, I can see them winning the like the Super. I can see them playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and beating them. I can see them playing the Bengals in the Super Bowl and beating. Them. I can see them beating the Niners, etc. The Rams are good, man, and they're playing well. And Matt Stafford yeah. is dealing, bro. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I definitely wouldn't be surprised either. I um I was actually saying I think it's gonna be Chiefs Rams. I think Chiefs gonna take it, but like I said, I'm not betting shit else <laughs> anymore in this playoffs. <laughs> Especially the way things have been going, I'm not touching anything. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely with you on that. I could definitely see Rams. I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, they're playing well, and Stafford's dealing right now, man. That he's been somebody that you know, a lot of people try to t- try to shit on, but he has been he's been awesome, especially these two. And he was for the first two and a half quarters of the Niners game in Week 18 uh, until they kind of melted a bit late, but you know. The two what about Odell? Games. Is he surprising you? Uh great question. By the way, uh, <laughs> bring. I like that. Bring. I like when you have questions. Bring more of them. Uh, but yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or no, he's not surprising me really. To, did I think he would fit this well? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I did not expect this good of a fit, honestly. Yeah, I didn't expect him to look like the guy that he was. So, I, I guess then, yeah, he's surprising me. Am I, I am I shocked? I guess shocked and surprised are different. So, no, because I mean, I knew he was good. It's just more damning to the place he was at before. I'm happy for him though. Like, I'm glad that it's like. And it's obvious, like, they needed him because with Woods getting hurt literally yep. right when they got him. Perfect he, timer. And he's the guy that they go to late, really. out. You know, I know Cup had the two big plays um, against the uh, against the Bucks on Sunday because they blew the that last coverage. But, like, Odell's a guy that Stafford, that he relies on in money situations, you know. So right. it's nice that he's got that. I'm sure you're happy for him too, right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, they're fun and they're they're getting some running game stuff back. Uh, but man, that team they're playing on Sunday next next week. That's that. Ooh, baby, this is what the one thing because if uh, we were working <laughs> together this whole last few weeks, man, I'd be tell hot hammering about how good the Niners are, especially with you being a Cowboys fan. I would have been telling you all week, like, yeah, oh, dude, they're beating the Cowboys, bro. Are you tripping? No, bro. I was putting the house in, uh, you know, house and kid on the Cowboys. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> what? That would disappoint. That would disappoint me. Yes, definitely, hundred percent. What do you mean, what? I just, I mean, I'm not trying to say. So you. So you did expect Cowboys to lose that one? Yeah, I thought the Niners were going to win. Come on, man. What I have been sh- What I have been like I think the Cowboys are really good, but I just it was with the, with the, with the Cowboys it was more of a I really believe in you and I think you're amazing. And if they would have won that game, <laughs> I would have if they would have won that game, they would have went to Tampa, I probably would have picked them to beat Tampa. And then they would probably be playing Green Bay or L.A. I don't know if I would have picked them over Green Bay or L.A., but, like, you know, I would have at least picked them to beat Tampa. So, like, whoever won that game, it was going to be, uh, all right, one of y'all is – whoever's winning this game, I think, is at least going to win one more. But I just felt like the Niners w- were the the way they got in, how they've been f- 
riding this whole season, getting healthy at the right time. How their roster is loaded, dude. Like they're such a good team, <laughs> and their problem is they couldn't stay healthy. That's why they did. That's why they were bad last year. The year after making the Super Bowl. It's why they were yeah. uh, struggling at the beginning of the season because Garoppolo was inconsistent and he was injured. And what Garoppolo went through at the beginning, like he had to look over his shoulder the whole season, and that's not a great yeah. place to be. So I just look: Are they going to go out there and be as be flashy and blow your doors off offensively? No, but what they're going to do is they're going to be the bully and they're going to put you in a corner. They're going to knee you in the face and they're going to take your lunch money. Yeah. Like you remember them galaxy cheese pizzas they had in school, bro? They're gonna take your galaxy <laughs> cheese. They're gonna take your galaxy cheese pizza and they're gonna eat you eat it while staring right into your eyes, like hella awkwardly. Like that's what they are. That's what I love about them. They're easily just, my favorite team to watch over the last month. I just haven't been sold on them all year. I just couldn't see what people been seeing. Um. I think going into the Rams game, I was cheering for them because of what I love so much about them. And then once they won that game, it was like, dude, I really think they can roll. And um, I think Saturday was a bit more about the Packers losing than them winning. But I think if you're counting the the Niners out, I do think it's a little bit of crazy town. Do you do you agree with me, or do you think I'm nuts here? At, at this point, I agree, yeah. Before, I would say you're nuts, but I definitely agree now. I could see what people are seeing now, but at first, I just wasn't sold. Mm -hmm. I have a crazy comparison here for you if you're if you're willing to listen to this. This is a good one. So, the Niners give me 2011 Green Bay Packers vibes, and what, I mean, what do I mean by that? In 2011, you're going to like this. In 2011, the Green Bay Packers won the Super Bowl. In week 17, they played the Chicago Bears at home where if the Bears would have won, the Packers wouldn't have made the playoffs. The Packers beat them. Then they go on to play each other in the NFC Championship game, and the Packers win, and then they won the Super Bowl. This year, Rams-Niners week 18 – Rams can get them out of your life. The team you haven't Stop beat forever, it. beat them, get rid of them. <laughs> they lose, and who's who are the Rams playing in the NFC title game? The fucking Forty Niners, bro. <laughs> Here we are. Rams gonna watch them, bro. Rams are gonna watch them. It, again, it, I, if the Rams win, I won't be like, oh my god, the Rams won, right? And I won't be mad, but like, I. I'm picking the Niners because I have to, because my spiritual sense has been aligned with picking with riding the Niners until the wheels fall off. <laughs> but I just wanted to throw that little uh, that little comparison at your and see and see what your thoughts were. Um, I want to compare them. Like you said, Green Bay won that year. 49ers. I don't even think they're supposed to be here still, but <laughs> fuck it. Like I said, Rams watching them. Yeah, there's a chance. They got blue chip players, though. It, it'd be different if it was, like, you know, a team that didn't have the guys that they had. Like, if the freaking Eagles just randomly won two playoff games, you know? The Eagles yeah. suck. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to my boy Blake, who's a Jalen Hurts stand. But the Eagles suck. So, like, you know, I like that would be something that would be like, good Lord, how on earth is this happening? But 
you look at the Niners, they got blue chip players. Uh, Debo's... They're different, bro. They, mm-hmm. got, they what? got people everywhere. Debo's They're different. They got people everywhere. Debo Samuel is – I don't know what he is exactly, but he's one of the best just players Dude, in the that, NFL. Yeah. Nick Bosa is a stud. Eric Armstead in the middle of the D-line. Uh, Jawan Jennings has proven to be good at receiver. Brandon Ayuk is good. Of course, George Kittle on the O-line. They probably got the best O-lineman in the sport this year in Trent Williams. Uh, at linebacker, Fred Warner. Like, they got dudes, man. Like, at the end of the day, when you have that many high-end players, you deserve to be in this spot. At least that's what I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you put it that way, yeah. That's what I like to think anyway. So what do you think? So we got the two games this weekend coming up. The Bengals and the Chiefs and the Rams and the Niners. So you think we're going to get Rams-Chiefs, huh? Rams-Chiefs, 100%. Yeah? Definitely. Anything that – what what would worry you the most about uh, if, you were, if you were laying some skin on this? What are the two – let's start with the Rams-Niners game. We talk about the uh, Rams, what they're good at. What would be worrying you the most uh, if you were uh, back in the Rams? Um, honestly, I don't know. You're that confident, huh? Honestly, yeah. Like I said, I, I was one of them who wasn't sold on 49ers all year. So it's, it's hard for me to be worried about anything at this point against them. That's fair. Now, uh, I think for really the... is just their toughness. If they if they stick around all game, it could get scary. If if Rams win, they're gonna have to come out and bust their ass from the jump. I, it could get scary if they stay tight the whole game. That's true. They, here's the craziest thing about me is, or when it comes to the Rams, I feel like they're better off if the game stayed close. Yeah, you think so? I think the same with 49ers, though. So. Well, no, here's the reason why. Because the Rams can't hold big leads against teams that, like, actually have a pulse. Like, the Cardinals True. game, don't the Cardinals game doesn't exist. The Cardinals checked out. Like, once the weather got cold, the Cardinals were like, shit, we got to play in this. Like, dude, we're going to Cabo, yeah. bro. We're done. <laughs> hey, we're done. Like, bro, you're on the West Coast. If you keep playing well, you'll never have to leave the West Coast. Like, nah, bro, forget it. We're done. We're tired. Let's go home. Like that's how the car the Cardinals it got to December first, and they're like, "Fuck it, the season's over." So disappointing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. Like, so when it comes to the uh the the Rams, like they get these big leads, and then they can't run the ball. So they just right. and then, but the problem is not only they can't run the ball, they can't run the ball, and they try to run the ball. Like like Sunday against the Bucks, they were completing pass at like eight yards a clip, and then they're just like, let's take the ball out of Stafford's hands the entire fourth quarter. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's the thing I'm worried about, especially if they win this game and play the Chiefs. I'm going to hammer it home. Like, like the Monday after when I record a pod, whenever I drop an episode after that, if, after, if the game is Rams-Chiefs, like, the Rams cannot get a big lead, or if they do, just keep throwing. Unless they're running the ball over against the Niners, I don't think it'll happen. Just keep throwing, keep throwing the freaking rock, because they can't run the ball good enough with a big lead. So I'm, it's what happened against the nine against the the Niners the first time they played, or the, or when they played here at SoFi uh, back in Week 18. They went up 17 nothing. Then it was 17-3. Mm-hmm. Then it was 17-10. And then they're running the ball, you know, their basic ass run, run, pass on third down. 
Third down and eight after two runs that go one yard each. The D-line is pinning their ears back, and then you got freaking Nick Bosa coming with his hair on fire to come sack your quarterback. So I, that's the stuff that I, that I don't like when it comes to seeing the Rams because I feel like they're susceptible to, to blowing those type of leads. So that's why I say keep the damn, hope the damn game stays close because then you can just play how you're supposed to play, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm nuts. Well, I am. <laughs> All right, Bengals Chiefs. Uh, does the thing you're worried about as a guy backing the Chiefs and a guy I'm telling you to bet the Chiefs minus anything under seven uh, is that it starts and ends with uh, Joe Burrow, right? Yeah. Bur- it starts Definitely. and ends with Burrow to chase for 230 yards and – the Chiefs win like 45-42. That's where we're at, right? I like that score, yeah. I like that score. <laughs> we're you know the... me? I said the over. I like that score. So we're betting the over. We're betting both team overs. We're betting – Chiefs are actually minus seven right now. Yeah, it's a thing. That's what I – it opened at seven. Um, I would almost take that. I just Hammer. really – Look, I know I said I'm not taking anything in playoffs, but – Go ahead, put the house on the over. Take the over this game. This one is 100% going over. Like I said, I see a shootout coming. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, I think it'll be higher scoring, but I think the Chiefs end up winning by at least a touchdown and a field goal. Two scores. Two of them scores. Two trips to the end zone. Dude, just smoke both free throws. Goddamn. I got a game on in the background here, and this team just choking the game away. Tripping, bro. All right. Uh, we talked uh, via text about some stuff. Um, we will, there's some NBA topics I want to throw at you uh, that I'm interested in hearing your opinion on. But uh, first, I, yes, we were talking. We were talking about some betting stuff. Any? Uh, are there any? Anything right now that you've been hitting on? What's some? What's some stuff that 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 you've been that be, that you've been laying the pine on, man? Talk to me. Knicks unders, those are undefeated. <laughs> Knicks under. Hey, hey, Dad, Knicks. Dad, why is there no Christmas this year? Cause Daddy bet every Knicks under this season. Bro, those are gold. Those are gold mine right there. Knicks unders are gold mine. Cavaliers have been big money makers for me as well. Cavaliers. That's one of the teams we're gonna talk about here in a minute. Yes, sir, my boys. Uh. Are you just betting Cavs money line games or in the Knicks every game you're just taking the under? Hey, it's I mean, I I like to play space, you know, I'll alternate it, but damn near every game I hammer the under. When the Knicks play? Yeah. I hope you didn't hammer it tonight because it might hit the over might hit in this one. No, I actually didn't tonight. Okay. Because they're down like 20 right now to the heat. So. I just switched over to that just to look just for you because you said that. Uh, <laughs> any other any other gems? That was awesome. That was a that was beautiful. First thing I ask, and you just hammer Nick Nick's unders, bro. That's bro, gold Nick's mine. Unders, those I love those right there. The Nick's unders. Um, who do I fade? I fade the Pacers. I hope Anybody Pacers play, I fade them. Hey, they must have pissed you off last week. 
they, be- they pissed me off early in the season, so I just, I just stopped fucking with them all around. Hey, bro, they clipped they clipped the Lakers and the Warriors on back to back nights <laughs> in the West Coast. <laughs> that it came a point where I told myself like, just do not touch them at all because you don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I've just been fading though because I I just can't stand them at this point. I couldn't believe that last year or last week they lost. They beat they they're like hadn't won a road game in like fifteen months. Then they just slammed back to back games on the West Coast against the Lakers <laughs> and the Warriors. And they like the Warriors games on national television. And I'm watching. It, I'm like, what the hell? And it's like a G League roster out there just balling. Like, what the Bro, fuck? Bro, you know. You never know what you're gonna get out there. It's fucking crazy. What about the uh, your boys? Have they won you some? Have they lost you a bunch of money, or do you not really ever put money on them? So, uh, you talking about the Lakers? Yeah, that, that bro. They're, they're on my uh, they're on my blacklist right now. I just, <laughs> I just don't touch them. Yeah, I say I can only. They're they got to be the weirdest team to bet on. I got a Laker roll right now. I absolutely do not touch them. I don't bet on them or against them. Not even their overs or unders. Yeah, I just don't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's probably like, the right. That's probably the right way to. I'm like, not touching them until they get rid of Westbrook. At this point, wow. All right, let's talk about the NBA stuff then. Should we just start with the Lakers because eventually they'll get brought up? Like, I mean, shit. Why not? I Fuck didn't. It. I didn't want to talk about them, but. Like, all right, you go first. You're the you're the fan here. You know what I said at the beginning of the season. Um, I'm not sitting here saying I'm right. I'm not gonna do that, even though I, am, I even though I am. But it is. I can't say that I'm wrong because I did tell you that I'm not guarantee you they're gonna figure it out. <laughs> but I expected them to. I definitely expected them to figure it out. I did not expect this bullshit. This is fucking horrible. I can't take it. Larry's out here hedging. Now, do you did you, uh, you see the newest <laughs> stuff about something getting leaked? And now apparently, uh, the rumor is now that they're Vogel. If Vogel's idea now that he's got his guys kind of healthy again with AD back. In his mind, please don't fire me because he's going to try some shit. And apparently the shit is he's going to try to move Russ to the bench. Because apparently they did that the other night in the fourth and they ended up winning. Yeah, did you hear me? They, uh, a reporter asked him a question. I forgot what it was. He said, I left on the court who I thought was going to win me the game. <laughs> he will, he's been horrible in, in late game situations. He's been terrible. Bro, he's, a, he's a liability. I like, I watch him, I'm like, what the hell? One of my friends actually told me, and when you hear it, it don't make sense until you actually watch him. He is the bur- the worst, best player right now. Like, yeah, I don't even know what to think of this guy. Because <laughs> he, at first, it wasn't his fault. Because he was playing okay. And then, right. now I'm not saying they're 24 and 24 because he's been bad. There are so many reasons. Their roster's horrible. They have, they right. have, an, they're the AARP squad. They've been missing AD quite some time. They have, they were missing AD, which was a big thing. Um, they, but I mean, like, look, when your roster is built on dudes who are like thirty-five, and <laughs> don't mesh, can't shoot, and don't don't guard, and are are injury prone. 
Like, that's the combination of players you have. Like, what do we expect? That's what right. my point was. It's why when the Nets got hurt last year and, like, guys got ended up getting, like, missing games, I was like, I'm not shocked. Like, Kyrie's been, like, like it's next man. Like, sp- sports are next man up to, an ex- to a degree. At least football, you know, hockey, baseball to an extent. Basketball, you can't, obviously, if you lose, like, your two or three or more best players. Like, the Bulls right now treading water. Uh, with yeah, a bunch of guys, oh, with like Caruso out, and the, I think they'll be fine. Um, but like Caruso out, Jones out, Lonzo's now out for a bit. Like that's treading water, and that's kind of a different situation. But like the Nets last year, it's why I wasn't tripping. Like, dude, Kyrie's injury prone, and then Harding was Harden was out of shape. You know, uh, <laughs> so like. I'm not going to – A, I'm not going to feel bad, and even though I love all those players and love, the, like, watching them play, but I'm not going to feel bad and then make these excuses at the end, like, f- for what they were, you know? That's how it was, and they almost won anyway. But for the Lakers, it's like, this is what – why are we sh- – why should we be shocked when all of the writing was on the wall, you know, with how they how they were built and how they decided to put the team together? Right. I mean, you see a roster like that, you just don't want to believe it, like, honestly, especially as a fan. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was sold after um, LeBron made that little statement. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he wanted everybody to keep the same energy. That's when I was like, oh, yeah. All right, we're going to win this shit again. Is it? But now, yeah. If they end, so let's say they end this season, like, let's go with the higher end of what it could be. Like forty five and thirty seven or whatever it would be. I was gonna ask you this: Are they in the playoffs? Do you see them? Yeah, the West, the West, the back end of the West is so shit compared to like the depth of the East. You know, so like the Lakers can win four. The Lakers could go forty one and forty one, and they would probably get in. Like, who the fuck's gonna are are the fucking Pelicans yeah, gonna true. make the playoffs yeah. over the Lakers? <laughs> like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like definitely. once you get past like the eight seed in the West, we're talking about like the Pels. Who the Pel? Granted, the Pels since they got Brandon Ingram back have been playing way better because Brandon yeah. Ingram is yeah, awesome. Yeah, they have not. Yeah, they haven't been looking bad actually. Imagine if Imagine if Zion actually gave a shit and stopped eating gumbo all off season. They might actually be like the seven seed. Bro, yes. But uh, but like the the. Uh, who else? The 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 injured Trailblazers, who I who don't t- start with me on them because oh my god, what a fucking damn. joke! What an absolute <laughs> joke! Yeah, let's run For it back again. Thing. And now, 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 Dame, bro, I could go on a twenty minute rant about the Blazers. Let's run it back. <laughs> We're fine. And now, guess what? The one guy, the one guy that actually had value on that team doesn't anymore because now he's a little guy that's gotten hurt. So guess what? Sucks to suck for you people. Oh my god, the Blazers are a joke. Um Bro, me... So yeah, they're Dang a playoff team. Get out of there. They're a playoff team though. I'm I'm pulling up the standings right now because I'm intrigued. Like who the hell else is even down there? Like the freaking Clippers, like the Clippers are hurt to hell. Paul George isn't Paul George done for the year basically with that uh mm-hmm. with the Tommy John surgery pretty much. Um uh-huh. Let's see. So yeah, the 
the Timberwolves, them, the Clippers, and the Blazers are the 7 through 10. And even, like, they're three and a half games better than the Blazers, who are the 10 seed. And then the 11 seed is the – the 11 seed okay. is the Pels, <clears throat> who they're five and a half better than. They'll, they'll, they'll get in. I think they'll – will they – the question, though, shouldn't be are they in the playoffs. The question should be are they going to be in the play-in game again. Because I, that I don't know. Yeah. You think uh, – you said Pelicans going to make it? I would, the I I would probably rather see them than like the Blazers, I would, but I was gonna say I could see Spurs. Yeah, they're at the twelfth seed. The bot, God, the 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 West is so bad. After you get <laughs> past like six, it's horrendous. I honestly didn't know the East was this decent. The East has got teams, man. My my Charlotte Hornets. Freaking treading water somehow. Oh my god! We're back, baby. They're not. That's you know. <laughs> I'm just a Lamelo ball stand, but... bro. They can score, bro. They they got a good ass offense. Yeah. So yeah. Last thing on the Lakers, they'll make the like even at like 45, and whatever. They're they'll still be like the seven at worst or the eight. Like they're gonna be the seven or the eight seed at worst. Um. So yeah, I think they'll be okay. What what's your ceiling for them right now? Like, do you have a ceiling for what they what you expect? And and I guess don't answer that question. Answer this one: <laughs> If they get bounced in the first round again this year, which I think they probably will, because let's just say I was gonna say they will. The Honestly. best they're not beating Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis, or Utah in a f- seven game series. They're Fuck not. No. They're not. Fuck no. They're not. Like, their best chance would be Memphis because Memphis hasn't really been there before. But Memphis right now is awesome. We're going to talk about them here momentarily. But they lose in the first round again. Is the Lakers LeBron run? I know we'll probably have, like, one more year there. Is it a failure? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. One championship, an injury, because like, yeah, that- it would have gone – Injury missed the playoffs, and the worst part about that first year too, which that's the team I loved the most. Well, the the that and the title team are the two teams I liked the most because the first year team it was like it felt like he was bought in that first year to build to to playing with all those younger guys like Kuzma, Lonzo, right. and Bi, and and everything. It felt like he was bought into that, and then he got hurt against the Warriors on Christmas Day, and. It went all to shit somehow. I have no idea why. I have no idea what happened, but it just went to shit. Then the, the title year, <laughs> then last year, and now this. So I, it would have to be a failure, right? Yeah, definitely, 100%. It's way too high of expectations just for this. Because it'd be different if, you know, they're a top four seed. They lose in, like, the conference finals. Thus, even, like, in the second round. That's something to be ashamed about. The Nets lost in the second round last year. The Sixers did, you know? It's okay. It right. happens. But, like, first round exit, not making the playoffs for them? Uh, honestly, though, I'm a, uh, you can't speak too soon on that, though. Because same thing with Brady, LeBron playoff. Playoff LeBron, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, that the raw the, it's more of a team. I don't trust how the, the team, you know? I can't. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just can't f- 
seriously go into him playing in the playoffs and just say, yeah. I'm just I'm just hoping he has that effect, you know. Like like I've always said, those type of players make you want to play at a whole different level. I'm just hoping that effect somehow kicks in when it comes playoff time. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if they make any moves. All right, let me move on to some guys, teams I really, really want to talk about. You mentioned the team that's won you a lot of money this year. There's two teams that I love a lot. One's in the East, one's in the West. We're going to start with that team that you have won a lot of money on in the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't Cavaliers. know. If, I don't know if there is a team this season in the NBA that I I mean, obviously seeing the Bulls be what they have been all year, especially when everyone talked so much shit going into the season about all the moves that they made. So for them to kind of have the whole fuck you, we're better than that and they're one of the best teams in the league. That's been fun. Um yeah. It's been fun. I've been enjoying like the Hornets because I love LaMelo. This last little stretch with Joel, I'm a jo- my, Joel is my favorite player in the league. You know this. Uh, so to see him being Hakeem once again and an MVP candidate, that's been awesome. But I love what the Cavs are doing. And right. to be where they're at right now, I mean, this team's good, man. And they could, they're, they're a problem. And not just for this year, but for a long time. Definitely. They're, um, Obviously, this is my favorite team to watch right now. Having you know three seven footers in the lineup, that's fucking insane. Evan Mobley, he's Dog. playing crazy. Yes, fifteen averaging fifteen and eight. That is crazy. And Darius Garland, he's absolutely hooping. I love watching him. Yeah, Garland's been great, and I love, dude. I love Evan Mobley. You know the crazy thing Whoa. I was thinking is like, you know how to to take that next left leap, like to ascend. You have to either develop or get a superstar. Like the Sixers developed and got developed Embiid. The Bucks developed yep. Giannis. The Cavs don't need to get a star because they fucking drafted one last year, bro. Evan Mobley's it. He is him. Yeah. He's a future top ten player in the NBA. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I, I love his game. Honestly, I didn't know nothing about him last year until I bet against him. <laughs> <laughs> And then college, he I I just thought he was some long athletic, you know, big man, but he actually has good touch, a little nice jumper. He's very mobile, very athletic. He's just crazy. He can move the rock, he can handle the ball, he does so many good things. Um and defensively too, man. He is he's a game changer yeah. on the defensive end too. He's got yeah. a lot of like Kevin Garnett youth skill sets. I know that's yeah, a deep definitely. cut. But that's kind of the style of game he plays, and that's what I love about him because he can get it done on both ends. Right. I like watching him and uh, Jared Allen together. You know, the cra- I've always liked Jared Allen. The craziest thing about Jared Allen is the Nets just got rid of him because it was like a weird piece to throw in, and it's like they I gave always, up this. I thought that was the dumbest shit. Ever. They give up this. Yeah, wouldn't they kill to have him right now? They gave up this all defensive <laughs> team center. Who's amazing? <laughs> like, dude, I he's a double-double walking. Stupid. He's so good that they just said, nope, you can have him. What? Idiots. I, I, I knew that was stupid as soon as it happened. The thing that hurts me the most for them this season, um, obviously Sexton being out tough. And now yeah, they, I love him too, dog. And Rubio was great for them this year too, and now he's done for the year. I They – for them to have any success this season, they got to go out and find a guard. And a lot of people, at least people that I talk, listen to, 
they're bringing up a name that is going to be on the buyout or cheap trade market that I, I want to know what your thoughts are for this. They, I think they need a point guard, you know, and he's not exactly a point guard, but I think with how they'll play, he'll be able to mesh with Garland. A lot of people are saying Eric Gordon going to the Cavs is a pretty high fit. What do you mm. think about that? Mm. Honestly, wouldn't be bad. Yeah, that would be decent. He's a good wing shooter and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, I honestly like that. Because that's their biggest issue right now. They had a little stretch where they played bad right after Christmas when, you know, Rubio got hurt, and then they I think Garland had COVID, so they pretty much literally had no guards. But, like, you get a guy like him in, you can stabilize some stuff. You still got some right. depth at the wing with Osman and Okaro coming off the bench. But, you know – Right now, their problem is they just don't have another option with Darius in in you know in minutes that matter. That's going to be the biggest issue for at the guard position, you know. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's talk about the other team. You know, the craziest thing too with the Cavs is they're only a game out of first in the East. Like, bro, yeah, and they're and they're like in what like fifth. Yeah, the East is really that's what's good crazy about the East. Yeah. I mean, the top six are com- are separated by two games. Yeah, that's crazy. The uh, the other team I love, they're in the West, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, what they have done over the last few seasons with how who, guys they've drafted, how they're developing players, is special to watch. And seeing them last year in the playoffs uh, against. Uh, the the jazz and to be able to throw some blows that was something but you could tell yeah. the way that like the moxie they had to go into golden state last year and i know covid so the fans weren't what it was at, uh i mean i know the the crowds were more intense once we got towards the end of the playoffs but it's but but when like the warriors when they were playing like it wasn't like they were going into like prime oracle and the and the warriors weren't what they were this season but like to go into that game, that eight seed winner get in the playoff game to win there the way they did, that said a lot to me. And then to to play against the Jazz the way they did said a lot to me. Yeah. And this season has proven that a lot of the stuff I felt with them, I felt like they could take a step, but I didn't think that they would take this step. Like they're a contender. Am I am I off on this? Like no, why not at all. why couldn't they go to the finals this year? I mean, they um actually shocked me at first because um it didn't like they didn't go in this run until John Moran got injured. So when that happened, I was kind of worried that when John Moran did come back, like things wouldn't be the same. But they actually took off even further. So yeah, oh, this is crazy. Watch. Yeah, because they played. They were playing good, and then he got hurt, and then they. I think he missed twelve games, uh, or like eleven they went, games. They, they went like undefeated during that stretch. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they played really, really well. And then he comes back, and they're it's like everybody kind of raised their level, right? Yeah, and they, I think that allowed them that allowed them to find their identity with them being gone and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of guys are playing well. You look at some dudes, Dylan Brooks, who's Dylan Brooks has to get healthy and be in the lineup more than he has been this season. That'll be a big mm-hmm. thing for them because he's a guy that can really score. Uh, Desmond Bain. I mean, what a fine. He's been, he's so good. You think of what they've been. Yeah. I did not expect him to be this 18 a game this year. And he's so good. They're good on defense. Like 
that's a guy that can, that's talk about a difference maker. I mean, he's a guy that can shoot at a high clip. I didn't expect him to have this be that. I I remember when seeing him in spurts during the playoffs last season. Like, all right, this is a guy that's a rotational piece, not the the other head of one of the best backcourts in the NBA this year. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely didn't expect it. <laughs> he's been awesome. And I love Bro. what they give. And I know, I know I'm not a Steven Adams guy because he clogs the lane up, but like, I think he does good for what they need. I love Adams. And especially, I, I, I love him too for what they are, because I think that that locker room loves him. And I feel like he's, yeah. he kind of is the dude that's been around and that team is a bunch of young guys that doesn't really have a leader, but he's their leader in veteran presence. And I think that they that that team fits around him. I love what they're doing, man. They're talk about te- te- teams that are going to be around forever. The Cavs and the Grizzlies, bro. The Grizzlies are are here, and I think their ceiling this season is higher than the Cavs, just because they have this is they obviously got their taste last year, right? And John Morant yeah. is. He's one of the ten best players in the world right now. He's one of the best point guards in the world right now. Top two point guard in the league. Yes, absolutely. Top two point guard in the league right now, dude. It's different. MVP, give that man the MVP, man. I think the MVP is probably going to end up being. It's probably going to end up being Jokic or Embiid. No, yeah, definitely. But because Embiid, Jokic has been his number. People don't aren't talking about it yet. We're not there yet. But like once people start, like his numbers are nuts. I think they're better than last year, if I'm not mistaken. And Embiid, the stretch Embiid's going on right now is crazy. But like John Moran, I think she's a first teamer. He's I'd put him first oh, yeah. team over Curry yeah. right now at the at the point guard spot. Right now, right now, yeah, Curry's shooting fucking horrible. Yeah, he's been tough. But like, dude, John's been amazing. Yeah, definitely. Did you see his number? Um, I seen somebody compared his numbers to uh, MVP Derrick Rose numbers. He scores at a he scores at a higher clip than Derek did. If I'm not mistaken, I think Derek was in the low 20s. He's around no, 25, he, 26. Um, I could have sworn it was 26. Was it? And John, I could have sworn it was like 26.7 or something like that. And Jaws like 25. Right. Yeah, Jaws around 25 a game right now. But uh, he he is definitely Derek Rose esque. Um. I think he's a better shooter at this point of his career than Derek was oh, yeah, back when he 100%. was younger. Way better, way better. Derek now is this. That's why Derek has he got longevity in the league after the injuries because he's such a good shooter now. But Ja, at this point of his career, is a much better defender. He's a much better. I I think he's a much better ball mover, much better defender too. Um, yep. Like he's. I mean, Derek was good on defense, but he's locked down. Um, but Ja has all of those intangibles. You know, scary that, athletic. He's scary athletic. Dog, that play against the Lakers when he just literally leaped up and like took the freaking ball block? off the backboard. Yeah. Oh my god. That's like the greatest play in NBA history. <laughs> my god. All right. I'm surprised they didn't drug test him after that. <laughs> they probably did, honestly. Uh, other let's see other NBA stuff. Is there anything you wanted to throw at me NBA wise? Um, no, nothing off the top of the head. The other one I was thinking was Warriors, the Warriors Suns debate. Because when it comes to the top of the West, I feel like those yeah. are the two that are going to be in it at the end. Don't know what you're going to get when it comes to Denver getting healthy. Uh, the fact that they're even as good as they have been with like 
Jokic, Aaron Gordon, and people right. <laughs> and human beings that exist. Um, they need Will Barton. Yeah, they need to go get Jeremy Grant back. Honestly, someone's gonna get Jeremy uh, yeah. Grant. Um, Shit, Bulls need to. So I thought so too, but then all of a sudden Jeremy Grant the other night came out and said he doesn't want to be a role player again. And the Bulls don't need oh a guy that's going to come in and steal shots. The Bulls need a guy that's going to be yeah. a role player. That I thought initially yeah. Grant would be the guy, but uh, because he had been that in Denver. But no. Nope. Right. I heard that. I was like, shit. He'd go to, like, Dallas. He'd be the number two guy on Denver right now. Yeah, but then he'd be pretty pissed off when Jamal Murray comes back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Him in Utah would be something. They don't really have a number two like oh, scoring yeah. option. I don't. Dirty, yeah. The craziest thing was I saw a trade that the Sixers said no to. There were a couple of them that I heard, bro. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There was one that was Jer. That was Jer. Or no, Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay, and two ones <laughs> for Simmons, and they said no. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the fuck do they think they're about to get? Because here's the thing, I think. Simmons in a normal world can pull a top 30 40 player but we're in the world now when Ben Simmons has literally gave up half of his paychecks he's given up 13 million dollars play <laughs> by not playing basketball he'd rather play Pac-Man and Galaga at home on his Sega Genesis I don't know if I'm getting those game consoles right I'm just throwing shit out there but like that's where we're at with him and no one's going to fetch that up. Like, the fact that the Pistons would be willing to give that up is nuts. I can't believe the, the – like, the Sixers are at the point now where you like, you just got to go get a dude because you have one of the greatest – not just – we're not talking about players in the league. We're starting to hit the – you have one of the greatest centers in the history of the NBA and the most one of the most unique players of all time at the peak of his powers, and you've given him nothing. <laughs> Help this game, man. Yeah. Help this man. So, so do you think James Harden is going to go there? No, I don't. You don't think so? Here's the point I heard today, which was actually perfect. Because it makes sense from the Daryl Morey perspective. Because Daryl Morey, that's his guy, right? Here's where I'm at. Why would the Nets, who literally gave up the moon... The Sun, about 80% of the stars, um, six different alternate universes to get Harden. Why would they get rid of him for Ben Simmons? That's a good point, honestly. But at this point, what what's the what better are they going to get? Because it seems like he's going to leave. So you might as well get some out of it. That's the thing. Everyone now, because he's up at the end of next season, if I'm not Or does he have a player option this year? He's got an option, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. I think he's got – he must have an option, I guess, that kicks in. The issue that everyone has, apparently, is that they think he's going to just walk to greener pastures, and by greener, I mean whoever opens up their pocketbooks. I don't know. The Harden thing is interesting. I don't know if – like, does Harden actually not want to be there? People think that the Kyrie stuff is bugging him, which I think to an extent it does. I think right. the Nets, though, are also going to come to a point here sooner or later, especially with how banged up they are. I think Kyrie is going to end up playing every game, and the Nets are just going to start. Because you heard that they paying can that just. Fine. Yep, I think yeah, they're they going to eventually just start fine. paying that fine. 
because I would <laughs> at this point, because like here's the thing: you have all these unvaccinated players that come into your building and play. Like the like the Lakers the other night, LeBron's unvaccinated. I think AD's unvaccinated. They played there the other night. Like, yeah. At some point, you yeah. have to bite the bullet. Maybe they're just waiting for the playoffs. It's been nice to see Kyrie back. Really, honestly, it's been a breath of fresh air. I love Kyrie love playing. Yeah, absolutely. So to see him back and to see him happy, like to see him be out there and just be genuinely happy, it's like okay, this is good. Like he actually still loves playing. You know, right? You know, is he dumb for going down the route he is going down a bit, <laughs> a bit? Like this is the hill we're gonna die on. Okay, I guess. Even if I agree with some of the the stuff, like making, like it's all about what makes sense and what doesn't, right? This isn't a, right. a, a vax or an anti-vax speech. It's like he's on the point of. Why none of this makes sense, which sometimes I'm like, yeah, you're not totally off base here, bro. But it's also like, why is this the hill we're dying on right now? Just get it. I guess. I don't know. I'm just saying it was nice to see him happy because like, oh, yeah, he does still love playing basketball. I think the Nets just got to bite the bullet, bro. And I think they're going to sooner or later because eventually you're going to get to a point where it's like, do you really want to be the sixth seed? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Do do you want to have to go to Milwaukee or Chicago in round one? Right. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think the same. So that's my Simmons thing. It's like. Oh, reverting back to that. Like, do, do you think I'm I'm right on that? It's like, why would the Nets give up all that for Harden? I initially yeah, thought the Simmons move was De'Aaron Fox. Like, go after, like, De'Aaron Fox. Like, because they need a freaking point guard. They don't have one. Right. Um, Like, go, at, go get De'Aaron Fox. Even though his numbers analytically are horrific, I think that there's something salvageable there with him. That would be what I would do, but the problem you get into now is would the would the Kings even do it? I don't know. I don't know where else you can turn. Um, I don't know. There's just so many sad, sad scenarios. Originally, I was thinking, well, this was way early in the season, that they might as well just trade Simmons and Kyrie, but then Kyrie said <laughs> if he gets traded, he's just going to retire. retire. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I think, I don't, like, do the Nets, I'm interested to know, like, do the Nets actually not like the Kyrie shtick, you know? And I hate to put it that way, but, yeah. So, I mean, good on them by being professionals, at least. I think there's some stuff that they're like, bro, come on. I think it'll be a lot, I think think it'll be a lot better if the playoffs start and and the Nets just actually bite the bullet and pay the fine per game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. That's what I think, at least. Um, other trade, any other trade stuff you're thinking? We're close to the deadline. A couple guys that I'm looking forward to getting moved. Hopefully, I think Jeremy Grant. I think even though he came out and said that, which good God, you're an idiot. If you're, <laughs> just just let someone trade their future for you and then go be a cancer, bro. Why would you say something like that? <laughs> now you might be stuck. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think now because I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Tim Hardaway got hurt last night for the Mavs. Oh, he did. I think so. I think the Mavs should look at him because I feel like if you're if you're Jeremy and you still want to be the guy who's getting those options and those looks, I think you can get him on Dallas. The way the the way the Jazz play, you could get him in Utah if the Jazz mm-hmm. would pony up for it. They need a guy like him to guard. The Jazz are 
the Jazz play the math equation anyway. Of we're just we're going to try to chuck shots and score more than you, so he could fit there. In the East, I can't the fucking Sixers, dude. That would have been it because then you have Bay too. Like you have Sadiq Bay, who's awesome. Like why? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they do that? <laughs> That's fucking stupid. I can't believe it, dog. Oh, I don't know who else would go get him. Denver, that'd be cool. Um. And then the other tradable piece that I'm waiting to drop is DeMontis Sabonis. What's your thoughts on him? Sabonis. Yes, I love Sabonis. I know we were just talking about fading the Pacers earlier, but, bro, he's good. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's a dog. I, um, from time to time, I like to take his uh, points, rebounds, assists, prop. Yeah. No, yeah he's, he's got some game. I'm interested to see where he lands. I feel like if he landed on a team like – if he, he could put him on a team like the Mavs, too, you could put him on a team like the – trying to think of someone else. I think Charlotte needs to go for him. Yeah, Charlotte would be nice. The Celtics, too. The problem for the Celtics, yeah, though – Yeah, Celtics, is, definitely Celtics. The Celtics, though, they would obviously probably have to give up Tatum or Brown. But now, but then is the question is, like, wouldn't it be better – like, would Tatum and Sabonis be a better combination than Tatum and Brown? Right. Actually, um, I forgot which one it was. I want to say it was Tatum. They play – their numbers are actually higher without Tatum, like when they have Brown. Mm-hmm. I guess, so, yeah. 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 I, I wasn't – that wasn't me really trying to to say one's better than the other, but – No, yeah, I know, but, like, overall the team, not just their individual numbers, the overall team's numbers are better when it's just Brown other than Tatum. Yeah, because I think Tatum is a lot – his shots, his volume has to be much more higher, right? Yeah. It's got to be. Definitely. His volume, his shooting numbers got to be much more higher. I mean, he takes – he takes, let's see, 21 shots a game, which is outside of Brown. So he's two more shots a game than Brown, nine more than everybody else. Brown's 19 shots a game. And he takes eight and a half threes a game. So his volume is much more higher than everybody else's. So, yeah, I can understand that. The ball probably doesn't – it probably moves more because Tatum plays like a bottom shelf version of Durant's game where he's a mid-post ISO guy. I mean, I don't say that disrespectfully. I just say that I, – I like that you thought that was funny, but that's just how I look at his – how he plays, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um. But, yeah, man, a lot of fun stuff. Do you have any crazy hot take for the league before? I'm sure we'll talk about the NBA again uh, before the the playoffs. Oh, we never touched on um, the Suns and Warriors. Oh, yeah, the Suns and Warriors, yeah. I think right now, if I had if, – if it ends up those two in the playoffs, man, Suns. I'm picking Phoenix right now because the Warriors don't Suns, look right. Yes. I don't know what yeah, it is. Definitely. So, plus, especially after last year, they just look so complete. You know the craziest. You know the craziest stuff coming into this season was everybody thought like uh, Lakers and Nets. And- well, that too, but like everyone was like, "Who's going to be this year's Phoenix?" Well, this year's Phoenix is oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this yeah. year's they Phoenix. Didn't get, they didn't really get rid of nobody. I don't no. Know thought things were going to change. They like upgraded. They got Landry Shamit. Yeah. I think he's a good player. 
You know, they got Jalen yeah. Smith is actually looking good now. Dog, I liked him. I liked him in college. Me Dog. too. Bro, when they picked him at 10, I was like, ooh, let's go. I like this pick. This is good. Yeah. And then last Great year he was terrible. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone put respect on my guy, Devin Booker. For the love of God. Can we, Dog, young we, Kobe. Can we stop saying that Chris Paul young. is their best player? But it's okay. Um, Cam Johnson, I love Cam Johnson's game. Miles Bridge or Mikael Bridges, both of those guys. Uh, I just love the, the makeup of their I team. One I can't stand is uh, campaign. I cannot stand him. <laughs> Dog, hey, when campaign is on, campaign. Hey, when campaign is on, you're like, bro, campaign. And then when and then when he's off, like, bro. What? So, like, in game – like, last year in the Western Conference Finals when they played the Clippers, remember in game one and two when Chris Paul had COVID? <laughs> and you're like, hey, and he's gall- he's balling. I think game Bro, two he had, yeah. like, 26 points, and he's like – you're like, hey, campaign. And then you get to the finals, and then you're like, man, this motherfucking campaign, man. Like, that's the shit. Bro, this <laughs> He's one of them. Like, I get pissed when I see him score. Like, I, I don't even want to see him score, bro. Is it like, his face? Is it the shape of his head? Is it the shape of his head? dancing. How he used to dance and stuff. That's probably what it is. I don't know. I just can't stand that. <laughs> is it the shape of his head? Because I felt. <laughs> bro, it's, it's the way he moves, his form. I just can't stand it, bro. You look like the kind of motherfucker that wear two sizes, two big <laughs> AF1s on the court. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. He's like an upgraded version of Patrick Beverly, bro. He's, that's what he is. Patrick Beverly, no defense and good offense. That's... Oh, he said an upgraded version of Patrick Beverly. Oh man, I don't know. Pat Bev's all right with me. I like Pat. No, yeah, I love Pat. That, uh, Pat Bev's cool. He's the glue great in Minnesota energy. right now. Yeah, great energy. The, the Timberwolves get him. Hey, they're the, they're in the playoffs, bro. Look at that. Hey, bro, what about Fournier, bro? Did, you see Fournier this season? Hasn't he been like fermented ass, <laughs> bro? I I think um, it was one game. This is when I started paying attention to him. It was Celtics Knicks. Yeah, I think I took like I said, you Wait, know, I take the unders. Was it the night that he was it that was it the night bro. the Celtics blew like a thirty point lead and he had like forty five? <laughs> This fucking dude, bro. I got the under, bro. This guy dropped. He has like fucking five plus threes. He's not missing. I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking Fournier, bro. What'd you think about them getting Cam Reddish? Oh, that's a great piece. I like that one a lot, yeah. I love Cam Reddish. Yeah, I like that piece a lot. Me too. The Julius. Julius Randle, though. Yikes. They need a... Yeah, they need to uh, figure out their identity because they're looking rough. They'll be all right. They're gonna they'll end up getting rid of Julius. They'll they'll get Zion in a few years, and they'll be the Duke so? team. It'll be the Brotherhood, bro. The Brotherhood Knicks. I don't know. Maybe could be. That'll be dope. <laughs> I'm just curious. If I told, oh damn, I thought he was gonna be shooting like terribly from three, but he's not. I thought Fournier would be shooting horrendous. So bro, we were going to make a point joke about them. Fucking Fournier, bro. He's, a, he's an interesting character, isn't he? He's sneaky good. 
So, yeah, man, this was some good stuff. We brought it today. We, <laughs> hey, this, this is one of those uh, – we just played a road game, and we, like, we're uh, – we're up so big, we're talking to the fans like from behind the bench. Like, hey, y'all go home. <laughs> we're we're Shannon Sharp calling the phone. Like, you need the National Guard. They can't cover us right now, Coach. That's what, that's what we just did, bro. All right, man. That was fun. Stay good, oh, homie. Oh, bro, I wish I, I wish I could have dropped my bet for y'all too. You know, this thing is gonna drop today. Well, was it one for tonight? Yeah, but yeah, fuck it. Did you at least win it, or was it to oh. be determined? Actually, I had the um, I had Nuggets money line, so yeah, I don't want to talk about that right now. So <laughs> they lose it, bro. They tell ten. Hey, hey, let's ride. Let's get it. We back. You like? Oh my hey, God. you gonna win? You gonna win one thing tomorrow, and you gonna be like Cam Newton when he scored that first touchdown for the Panthers? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Take your helmet off. Just yelling oh for no reason. God. Like, shut up, man. Get a haircut. That's why everyone will be yelling at you like they were at Cam. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. You need to get hair like Cam Newton, bro. Maybe then you'll bet better. Maybe. I don't know. That's what it is, actually. I got to cut my hair, bro. It's bad energy. Really? Either that or you just need to wear a headband all the time. Not a do-rag, a headband. King around a lot of bad energy. I'm going to have to cut it off. Yeah. You ever thought about going like high top fade, like New Orleans Noel or something? Bro, I had like a um, high school. That's basically what I had. It was like a high top fade, but it wasn't a high top fade because I had curly hair, so <laughs> it looked like a cone. It looked like a cone, <laughs> bro. Everybody no, more, like a, more like a mushroom. It was more like a mushroom. So yeah, you had the haircut that everybody had, where they had like the sides, and then the everybody had that had that hundred percent, bro. Every, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 100%. Every hooper in high school had that. All of them. (laughs) Every one of them. I'm like, bro, is there original? Is there originality here at all? Nope. There's a bunch of of dudes with the same haircut. Like, all right. This is where we're at. I don't know how we got to this subject, but all right, bro. Well, uh, next time we come on, we'll talk. We'll be we'll be we'll be a bit more ignorant. But you brought it, man. That this was awesome. Stay good. All right. Oh yeah, definitely. You too, bro. Yes, sir.